Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. My story happened in Hungary. We were sailing around a big lake with my then. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Boyfriend, it takes several days to do the full circle if you're not super fit, and we wanted to make it into a nice holiday. There are many camping sites by the lake, big, crowded places, not quiet, secluded grounds. We were students back then, aiming for the cheapest camping spots. In this one camping site, the cheapest spots were situated by the fence. Well, it wasn't a very massive fence. On the other side of it ran the bike trail and the train trails, too, so it was busy. We thought it would do it for the night, and yet again, we were surrounded by other campers, though not super close. I'm quite a light sleeper, would wake up for any noise, but my boyfriend was fast asleep. In the middle of the night, I was jerked awake of the noise of someone unzipping our tent, and suddenly I felt a hand touching my foot. I guess they were looking for stuff that they could move easily, like our bags, wallets, phones, but those things weren't in reaching distance. They were piled up next to our heads. It was so surreal and happened so quickly, I didn't know how to react, so I just started kicking whoever it was. Fortunately, I managed to scare them away. In the morning, we saw that the fence behind our tent was tempered with. I was terrified, kept thinking about what if they had a knife on them or something. In Hungary, it's not easy to get a firearm. 
After that, I got a little lock so our tent couldn't be unzipped from the outside. As I led the team of archaeologists at the site, we were eager to uncover any artifacts that would shed light on the ancient Native American civilization that had once thrived in the area. We had been digging for weeks, but we had no idea that we were about to unearth something far more sinister. As we began to excavate the burial site, strange occurrences began to happen. One of our workers, a young man named Jake, suddenly collapsed and died his body racked with convulsions. A few days later, another worker, an elderly woman named Mrs. Garcia, was found dead in her tent, her body twisted in an unnatural position. We were all spooked, but we soldiered on, determined to uncover the secrets of the burial site. However, as we continued to dig, we began to realize that we were dealing with something far beyond our understanding. Strange symbols were etched into the walls of the burial chambers, and the air was thick with a sense of foreboding. I knew that we had to report our findings to the local authorities. However, as soon as we did, we were met with a wall of secrecy. Secret FBI officials arrived at the site, ordering us to cease all work and to keep our mouths shut about what we had found. They claimed that they were there to investigate a possible terrorist threat and that the excavation site was now considered a crime scene. I was furious. I knew that something was being covered up, and that the lives of my colleagues had been put in danger. I began to investigate on my own, determined to get to the bottom of the mystery. I'll keep you updated. I was driving home one day. Since the drive is quite lenty, I stopped to stretch my legs. I pulled off the road on a corner. I got out of my car and relaxed for a second. After a few moments, I turned around to go back to my car. But when I did, I saw something move on the side of a hill next to me. I stopped and watched it for a bit. It was very tall, very wide. It was dark and walked with a slight hunchback. At first, I thought it was a man, but this thing was huge. There was a few cows and trees around, so I could guess the height of it. I would say it was well over seven feet tall. The cows didn't even seem to notice the creature. It would stop every so often and look in my direction. I stood there confused to what it might be. I've lived in the mountains all my life and have never seen anything like it. My pulse jumped when I thought of what it could be. With that thought in mind, I got in my car and sped home. While bow hunting in late Nov or early D.C. of 2002, I fell asleep against a tree stump. About an hour later, I was suddenly woken when I heard a crashing sound in the brush behind me. The woods were very dense, maybe 50 to 100 feet behind me, is where I think I heard the noise. I heard heavy breathing, almost like a, a grunt of some sort. At first, I thought it might be an elk, so I grabbed my bow and looked around the stump. There was a smell in the air, kind of like a really dank stench. Not too horrible, though. I was a little creeped out. I sat still for about ten minutes, and the breathing stopped, and all became quiet again. I packed up my stuff and got the hell out of there. I had a feeling something was out there. It could have been an elk, but I was eating lunch before I napped. 
I don't think an elk would wander that close and disappear like that. Anyways, it scared the hell out of me. The first encounter with whatever this thing is was when I was running on a trail in the woods behind my elementary school. I got halfway through when I heard a UFO-esque warble, something I've never heard before. I looked up in the tree I heard it come from and saw something that looked like a mix between what could have been a monkey and a bird. It had the body of a monkey or some mammal, four limbs and brown fur, and the head of a bird bird-shaped head with beak and feathers. Also after I spotted it, and it ran off quickly, for the rest of the time I was on the trail, stuff kept falling around me, like branches and acorns. And this didn't happen until I spotted it. I thought I was hallucinating after encountering it, but later that month I was on a different trail, behind my high school this time, when I encountered it again. I was going through the trail when I started to hear wolves howling which is weird because wolves don't live in my area to my knowledge. At that point, I started to pick up the pace because I don't want to be eaten. Eventually, I hear us moving in the trees, and at one point I spot the damn bird monkey again. After that, the howling got closer and stuff started to fall around me again. I'm usually calm, but I started to get a little nervous. Eventually, I get to the end of the trail and... That's when I hear what sounds like a dog whimpering in a nearby bush. Crap still dropping around me and the howling is getting closer, but I stop because it could be a dog in distress. I eventually left it without checking though because with everything going on it probably wasn't a dog. I don't know if the howling and dog were connected, but I added it anyway as it all happened in the same encounter. I have no clue what bird monkey thing it is or its name, but any help would be appreciated. I will add that the woods behind my high school and elementary school are very haunted. I've done a ton of ghost hunting at night, and every time I see or hear are, I can always put my other ghost cryptid stories up if wanted. Earlier this year in March, I was in my workman driving from Warning Lid to Little Hampton, West Sussex, to start my deliveries. It was early morning around 5 a.m., still pitch black, but weather was clear. I was driving southbound on the uh, 24 and had just passed the southern tip of the village of Ashington, soon to be approaching the Storrington roundabout. On my left-hand side, there is a section of grass that runs for a few hundred feet and is about six feet wide or so before it becomes a huge thicket of brambles. I saw a creature that I can only describe as cardboard box color. It was about four feet tall, but down on its haunches to where its heels were touching its butt. It was facing diagonally away from me into the base of the bushes, so I saw its back and left side of its body, more so than anything else. Its spine was showing and also ribs, but not to the extreme and it had small round ears that were in the location of a human's but shaped in a similar way as to what a black bear's are. It had a tail that rose up into a subtle suck. Shape was very skinny and seemed to be hairless like the rest of the animal. The face from what I could see had a muzzle but not extremely pronounced, and it seemed to be tracking something in the grass. My guess would be some kind of rodent, 
Its head movements were very digital and all over the place, and it jumped like how a fox would when pouncing, but in doing so, I saw the soles of the feet, which I remember extremely clearly as they looked like ours. But given the hours that I'm awake, and the fact I'm a proper country boy, I see multiple foxes on a daily. This was as far from a fox as a monkey is. It was nothing I had ever seen before in person, on Teeley, internet, or in books. The duration lasted about five seconds, and as soon as I saw it, I had shivers all over my body, and I literally said out loud, what the F was that? I couldn't believe my eyes. I got to the roundabout probably 30 seconds later and doubled back on myself to get back into the same road again in, in hopes I could get a second glimpse, but I wasn't lucky. The thing about it all that was almost stranger than the sighting itself was that I had such a strong feeling of shame that came over me. I felt so shameful in seeing it and have no idea why. I remember being in tears because of it, and I don't fully understand why, but I felt like I had no business seeing it, and if I had a regular job that never required me to be up so early, then I never would have. Still no idea what it was. If anyone has seen anything similar, please share or has any insight, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. This is a difficult thing for me to write down on paper. I had no idea what a cryptid was until my son told me about his encounter just before it aired on your show. All these years I have thought that what I had seen was just a very deformed bear. Just so you know, I was driving that night and I never drank and drive. I was 100% sober. I haven't even talked about my encounter since it happened. Until I told my son, since then, I've told my best friend. She encouraged me to contact you after we listened to my son's episode together. Most evenings, just about an hour before dark, some of us enjoyed going for deer rides. We had a route we would always use. It started out on Rustic Road, which was southwest of our cabin, on Long Lake, just south of Danbury, Wisconsin. The route took us to a place that went through a wildlife preserve, and then we ended up on the road that goes from Hinckley, Minnesota, to Danbury, Wisconsin. The road through the preserve always made me uncomfortable because it was a swampy bog on both sides of the road. It was a narrow gravel road, and in order to turn around, you'd need to go down a very narrow drive to a parking area for hunters. I'd only been in one of those parking areas once, and it creeped me out. We never saw deer on that road, so we typically went fast in that area. We would have avoided that gravel road altogether, but we always saw deer just before the preserve and just after. On this evening, it was just my sister-in-law and I that went on the deer ride. This happened 15 or 16 years ago, so we did not have cell phones. Sometimes we would take cameras to take pictures of deer. This night, we didn't have a camera with us. It was a hot night and we had our windows down because the air conditioner wasn't working. I was driving a large car, a 1998 Cadillac. We had just started down that creepy road when we noticed something black on the road, about a one half a mile ahead of us. We were driving pretty fast. As we got closer, it appeared to be dark gray in color. It also appeared to have an elongated muzzle, 
It had its back to us, but it was a little sideways, so we could tell it was eating something in the road. I stopped the car and just kept my foot on the brake. This animal had very wide, muscular shoulders, and its fur was longer than a bear's. Its ears were pointy, like a German shepherd's, and stood straight up on top of its head. This animal had hands. It was holding a dead rabbit, I think. I was talking to Amy. I said, What is that? I think I was verbalizing every thought that came into my head. I was totally freaked out. The animal noticed us. It started to turn its head. That's when I turned on my headlights. It wasn't dark yet, but I wanted to see this thing better. It turned and faced my car. The headlights caught its eyes. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Its eyes glowed reddish-orange in the headlights. I freaked. To me, this creature was demonic in nature. Then it stood up straight on its back legs. As this thing moved, it was jerky, like it wasn't comfortable in its own skin. It was not a natural movement. The animal sprinted at my car. It took at least six steps. I gunned my car right at it. I was in a panic. I was terrified. It turned right, still upright, then dropped to all fours. Its legs had an odd bend in them, like backward knees. I just screamed. What is that? It ran into the swamp, and I got the hell out of there. We stopped on the road to our cabin. By then it was dark. When we stopped, Amy and I both cried. We couldn't stop shaking. We talked about what we had just seen. We both agreed we would tell people we had seen a bear. To be honest, at that time, I honestly thought it was a deformed bear. Today, I know it was not. I am no longer in denial. What I saw. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I cannot understand or explain. It was just plain evil in nature. So wrong. Very wrong. I left my home driving to work. I took my usual route, which is Grouse Flats Road. We are out in an isolated area where there is nothing but farm fields and woods. And at approximately 5.40 a.m., I seen something in my head, lights crossing the gravel road. It was a large, bulky figure, and as I was approaching closer, I could see it was covered with a lot of hair. It appeared to be dark brown. It seemed to be taller than average height, and it moved at a quick pace. I was only seeing a side view of it, but it had a long arm which was moving in a very exaggerated way, not like how a person would move their arm. 
It never stopped to look at me or anything. It just kept moving. I never thought my job as a park ranger would take me to such remote wilderness areas. It was beautiful, sure, but it was also a bit eerie being so far away from civilization. I tried to shake off the feeling, but as the days passed, strange occurrences kept happening that made me feel like I was being watched. The first incident occurred on the third day of my stay. As I was walking along the trail, I heard footsteps behind me. I turned around, but no one was there. I brushed it off as my imagination and continued on my way. The second incident was a bit more disturbing. When I returned to my cabin, I noticed that my supplies had been disturbed. My heart raced as I wondered if someone had been there while I was out. The third day was when things really started to get weird. As I was walking to check on some of the campgrounds, I saw something out of the corner of my eye. It was a large, dark figure lurking in the shadows. I couldn't make out what it was, but I had the distinct feeling that it was watching me. My instincts told me to run, but I forced myself to stay calm and focused. As the days went on, the feeling of being watched grew stronger. I couldn't shake the feeling that I was being stalked by some unknown predator. I became more and more vigilant, always checking my surroundings and keeping my guard up. The nights were the worst. The sounds of the wilderness seemed amplified, and every rustling of leaves or snapping of a twig sent my heart racing. It was on the seventh day that things took a turn for the worse. I was out on patrol, checking the perimeter of the campground when I heard a growl. It was unlike anything I had ever heard before, deep and menacing. I tried to see where it was coming from, but it was too dark to make out anything. As I started to make my way back to my cabin, I felt something brush past me. I spun around, but there was nothing there. That's when I realized that whatever was stalking me was getting closer. I quickened my pace, trying to stay calm, but my heart was pounding in my chest. That's when I heard it, a low guttural growl much closer this time. I turned around and saw it. The predator that had been stalking me was right in front of me, its eyes glowing in the darkness. It was massive, with a thick, muscular body and razor-sharp claws. I knew I was in trouble. I tried to run, but it was too fast. It tackled me to the ground, pinning me with its weight. I struggled and fought, but it was too strong. As quickly as it had appeared, it was gone, disappearing back into the wilderness. I lay there, confused and disoriented. What was that thing? How it had been stalking me all this time without me noticing? I knew I had to get out of there, but my body was bruised and battered. I managed to drag myself back to my cabin, and from there I called for help. It took a while, but eventually a rescue team arrived. They were baffled by my story, but I knew what I had seen. I had been stalked by an unknown predator, something that shouldn't exist in this world. Even now, years later, I still shudder when I think about that night. I may never know what that creature was, but one thing is for sure. I'll never forget the feeling of being hunted with no one around to help. On October 22, 2003, I was driving home with my younger brother and my friend. My brother was asleep in the back of my car, and my friend was sitting in the passenger seat next to me. We were driving along, and 
We always keep both on eyes on the road. She spotted some eyes on the road and called out deer. I slowed down because it's well known that deer are a bit crazy and do jump out in front of cars. The thing about this experience was that it was quite odd. The animal was moving at an incredible speed, about the rate of a car going five, ten miles per hour. We figured that if it was a deer, then it would be moving up and down, because they gallop or jump when moving at fast rates. This animal was moving at a steady rate, not moving up or down. There was also an odd smell in the air, much like a mix between rotting timber and dead animal. Another thing about the night was that it was decently lit by the moonlight, and I had my bright lights on. If it had been a deer or elk, I would have seen the light brown fur that they have, or a rack of antlers. None of these variables were present, only a dark figure and a set of eyes. I don't know what to make of this. But I thought coming here and asking for your guys' opinion on this would help because I'm honestly terrified. I'm not giving any names because I don't know if it was a skinwalker or not. I'll keep this as short as possible because I'm at work right now and don't have a lot of time. So four days ago, I went to a bonfire with a couple of my co-workers. It wasn't huge, just a small get-together with about seven people there. I knew everyone there, and for the first hour it was super fun. Now this place was out in the woods. Barely got any reception. We were about a mile away from civilization, so if anything were to happen it would be pretty hard to get help. I live in Utah too, and there's not a lot of traffic around where I live, so there wouldn't be many cars. There was only one person there I, I didn't know, but I just assumed he was one of my co-workers' friends, so I didn't think anything of it. He was a tall, skinny white dude, had black hair and blue eyes. Now, I don't want to be that guy, but he was also pretty ugly. He was very distant, barely talked, and kept to himself, which at first I didn't find odd. As this thing went along, I noticed he would stare at people for random every now and then, and this was when he felt a little off to me. Before asking anyone who he was, I started to observe him. His movements were very odd. I don't know how to explain, but the way he moved was very strange. He walked super strangly and moved his head and neck weirdly. This made me paranoid and asked all my co-workers if they know him. One by one I asked and each person said no, all saying they thought he was someone else's friends. This was it for me. Something told me to get out of there now. I went to all of my co-workers and told them everything, and they all agreed to leave and go to another co-workers of mine home. We all packed our stuff up and loaded it into the car, acting like we were done for the night. He didn't get into any car. He just stood near the woods and waved goodbye. As we drove off, I was with my colleague, and when we looked back, he was gone. It was an instant, too, but that's not the only scary thing. My car window was recently broken, so I didn't have a window up so I could hear everything outside, basically. On our way to my place, every now and then, I would hear something that sounded like someone screaming, and I swear that one time someone called my name. This just made me super scared, and instead of joking about the situation, me and my friend were terrified. We kept hearing these noises, whines, a dog barking, a horse, someone screaming, people calling my name, and wolves howling. 
Something in me told me that something was making these noises to lure me into the woods, and luckily it didn't lure any of my friends into it. As we were leaving the gravel road and moving onto the main road, we looked back into the woods. I was behind all the other cars, so I got a very good view of something. I don't know what, running way faster than any human should run across the gravel road. It was tall, skinny, and it looked really pale. I booked it at that point, driving past all of other co-workers' cars. My friend in the passenger seat asked what was wrong. I couldn't speak, though. It was like I was so terrified it just wasn't paying attention. I just drove, and I almost drove into the woods at one point. I only snapped out of it when one of my friends called, asking what the hell was wrong and what happened. I lied and told him everything was fine. He didn't believe me, though, and kept pushing, but I kept lying. He eventually gave up and told me he would see me at my house. This made me terrified to go near any woods and even scared to leave my house at some point. I'm terrified, and I think if my instincts wouldn't have kicked in and told me to leave, then I truly believe someone at that bonfire would have died. I had always prided myself on my knowledge of predators in the wild. For years, I had been a park ranger, tracking and studying the behaviors of animals in their natural habitat. I had seen all manner of creatures, from the majestic grizzly bear to the elusive mountain lion. But nothing had prepared me for what was about to happen. It started out innocently enough. I was out on my usual patrol, checking traps and looking for signs of wildlife. The sun was setting, and I was getting ready to head back to camp when I heard a rustling in the bushes. My first thought was that it was a deer, or maybe a coyote, but as I approached, I realized it was something much more dangerous. The creature was unlike anything I had ever seen before. It was about the size of a large dog, but its body was covered in thick black fur. Its eyes were a bright, glowing red, and its teeth were long and razor, sharp. I knew right away that this was not predator I had encountered before. I drew my weapon, but before I could fire, the creature was upon me. It moved with lightning, fast speed, dodging my shots, and attacking with incredible ferocity. I was forced to use all of my training and experience to stay alive, but no matter what I did, the creature always seemed to be one step ahead. For days I tried to track the creature, but it always eluded me. It seemed to be getting bolder, coming closer and closer to camp each night. I knew I had to do something before it was too late. I reached out to the government for help, and soon a team of scientists arrived at the park. They told me that they had been tracking the creature for years, but they had never been able to capture it. They believed it was some sort of genetic mutation, a predator that had evolved to be the ultimate hunter. I worked with the scientists to come up with a plan to capture the creature. We set traps and bait, but every time we thought we had it, the creature would slip away. It was like it could read our minds, anticipate our every move. In the end, the creature just vanished into the wilderness. I was left shaken and scarred, wondering if I would ever feel safe in the park again. A few years ago, in my previous home, I saw a strange aberration in the hallway by my son's room. 
It looked like a hazy, distorted image of a humanoid figure. I did not think much of it and thought it was just my mind thinking something was there that really wasn't. I occurred a few times, but then one day I heard my son screaming and crying. I could tell from his cry that it was something serious and not him just being upset about something. I ran into his room and he was crying, saying that there was a big scary man in his room and scaring him. It was one of the weirdest and scariest moments of my life. I knew there was no one else in the house, but could tell my son was truly terrified from whatever had just happened to him. My wife was with me when this happened, and afterwards she told me she had seen the same thing I had seen, but also thought nothing of it. We had a spare bedroom by the kids' room, where the grandparents stayed when they were in town. They also spoke of hearing footsteps at night and voices. I personally never experienced those, but that just made the whole situation even stranger. This was back in 6-7, not sure. I was between 17 and 18 year old. Me and three friends stayed the night out in the desert of Adelanto, California. One of them lived in a trailer in the middle of nowhere, which was fine because we were partying. Something happens during the kickback and I get mad and storm off outside. I walk for a good five minutes when all of a sudden the hairs in the back of my neck stand up. I'm confused by this unintentional reaction to God only knows what. I stop walking. All wildlife stops with me. No more crickets. No owls. Dead silent. I look straight ahead to my left and I see a figure about six feet or more. Move between two large cacti and I immediately book it. I run as fast as I can knowing something is chasing me. I run inside the trailer and slam the door while screaming bloody murder and frantically am trying to tell my friends what just happened. They all started laughing, thinking I was nuts. But then out of nowhere you could hear a scrape running alongside the trailer, like claws on metal. Everyone freezes and we spend the rest of the night guarding all doors and windows. After that night it was never spoken of again. Has anyone experienced anything like this?